0: Welcome to The Print Shop and this week's podcast of Dad's Hometown Memories. In this podcast, I want to pay tribute to men and women who served in the First and Second World Wars. They are the heroes and need to be recognized for their commitment to the world cause and the ones that survived had to come home and start another career and live with the many experiences they endured while fighting on the front lines. The first citizen I want to talk about is Harry MacDonald, a lifelong resident of our community and who served in the Second World War. The reason I want to talk about Harry is that he was a person who emphasized to his nephew, Doug Nickel that he was concerned about our local history and it needed to be recorded. So when the committee that had been formed asked me to help in putting this book together, Memories of Smithville, I agreed to be the editor. I felt that it was my duty to help and be part of this committee. Harry joined the Royal Hamilton Light Infantry in 1939 near the start of the war. He didn't have to go, but due to the recession that their family had lived through, work was not plentiful and Harry loved painting and working at Charles Adams Hotel in Smithville. So he joined the army and spent most of some four years on the front lines. He was injured on the battlefield and was hospitalized in France. On returning home, he had to start a new life. He lived with his mother and father on St. Catherine Street, across from where the Canadian Legion Hall would be built after the war. Harry he struggled as all other veterans did when they returned home. After several years, he was fortunate enough to accept a job with the Department of Highways, as it was called then and he was able to take up his trade as a sign painter. Back then, most highway signs were made of wood, and they were all hand-painted. Harry worked for the department until he retired. Harry was always community-minded and served many years on executive of the Canadian Legion Branch 393 after it was built. He was part of the committee that was responsible for the establishment of the Legion Villa Apartments and the park. When I was president of the Chamber of Commerce back in the 70s, we erected signs at the entrance to the village of Smithville—big green and white signs that read "Smithville, the Heart of the Niagara Peninsula." Harry painted those signs for the project and graciously donated his time. Another reason I chose Harry to say a few words in his honor is that when I was first married, I rented and lived in the house next door to his home. They were great neighbors, and one thing I want to mention that very seldom Harry would talk about is war experience. But I learned firsthand about some of it, as there were a few nights his family would call me over to help settle Harry when he was having a nightmare. These men and women carried a lot of very bad experiences on their return home, and that is why I say they are our heroes and made our community proud of their service. Harry always raised a few chickens in their backyard in those days, and it was legal to do it. A few nights when we were partying at Shep's Inn, Harry would donate a chicken, and Mrs. Shepherd would cook it after we had done all the prep work. The other happening that was first for this community was that Harry was the first to have a black and white TV, and I was among the crew who watched a televised boxing match for the first time. the second part, I want to pay tribute to a great friend and longtime resident of Smithville, Roy Swick. Roy was from a large family whose parents were Edgar Swick and Lillian Killen Swick. Other 10 members of the family were Myrtle Merritt, Kenneth Swick, Vera Lapman, Hilton Swick, Evelyn Johnson, Marion Smith, Morley Swick, Doris Waite, Mariel Edwards, Lena Smith. The family lived at Warner and in 1924 moved to Smithville to a home on Dufferin Street on the east side. Roy Sweat grew up in Smithville and attended school here. After leaving school, Roy was employed at Jocelyn Bakery for several years delivering bread through the local townships. In 1943, he joined the military and went off to war. Surviving the battles of the war, he returned to Smithville and after a short time, he was employed by the village of Smithville and worked under the supervision of Gordon Thead, who was the hydro superintendent and all-around maintenance worker for the village, plus being the police chief. Returning from war, Roy started work for the village in 1946. Over the years, Roy remembers many changes within the village, especially in hydro, with a change from 25 to 60 cycle. Then in 1950, the first fire department was organized as a volunteer department with Gordon Seed as the fire chief and Roy Swick as deputy chief. In 1954, when the town water was installed in Holmes and Smithville and the supply was from a drilled well, which then was located near the present township municipal building, Gordon and Roy were hired to manage the waterworks along with their other jobs, village and hydro. In 1967, Gordon Thede retired, and Roy Swick was appointed superintendent of the village, plus hydro, water, and fire. Everett Heskett was appointed deputy fire chief. For their leadership and community responsibilities, the West Lincoln Chamber of Commerce honored these two residents as citizens of the year at a lit banquet in their honor, which was well-deserved. Then later on in the 70s, sewers were installed in the village and this was another job of supervising that Roy took on. In 1950, Roy purchased a building lot on the west side of Dufferin Street and built a new home for his family. This marked the third Swift family to live on Dufferin Street. Roy remembers that there were very few houses on this subdivision, which was the first registered subdivision in the village. His neighbors to the south were Mr. and Mrs. Albert LaSalle who had built their home very close to the street line. The sidewalk was only a foot or so from the front door. To the north of Roy's lot was a home owned by Mr. and Mrs. Elmer Mayhew. Roy's family consisted of two daughters, Donna Griffin and Joan Sanders. In closing, I personally want to say how happy I am to have this friendship of of Roy and Hilda. Jean and I had the opportunity to travel going fishing, and enjoying RVing. We explored many parts of Northern Ontario, always enjoying Roy and Hilda's companionship. Now it is time to close up shop and head home. Thanks for listening, and I hope to bring you some more thoughts on history that I enjoy remembering. God bless. See you next time.